Destroy All Children is a website just for you If playing with video games is what you like to do Or riding your brain with comics and first run movies too We've got a great selection of news and reviews So search us out on the web, you just won't get enough Of all our digital madness and other fancy stuff We'll also make you laugh until your tummy's feeling buff Destroy All Children you should go there now. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Destroy Old Children. Knowing me, Larry Davis. Knowing you, George Brundle. Uh-huh. 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 What's new in the news, Larry? Nothing. Oh, come on. There's got to be something. I don't know. I didn't look up news because we don't do news anymore. We haven't done news for a while. I told you that. Well, why not? I want to talk because about news. Because it's boring? Because it's depressing more often than not? Alright, Chrono Cross. Remake of Chrono Cross. Yes, that's uh, why. Supposedly I'm... is coming Thank out. Thank you. This is our fault. This is, all, this is the only reason I wanted to bring this up is because we're directly responsible for this. I guess so. Yeah, the podcast Which, like, curse. Of all things again. to be responsible, stricken again. Um, yeah. The uh, of all things to be responsible for, this is one of the most heinous. Uh, uh, it's like if we were directly responsible for nine eleven. Well, Chrono Cross was an inside job. I don't think that's fair. This is more like the bombing of the embassy than nine eleven. Like it's not yeah. as it's not as bad. It's still bad. It's still sure. something that we should be brought in to like Congress for over the course of like many years and explain ourselves, but it's yeah. not like nine eleven. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, something good might come of this, so it's really yeah. more like Benghazi. Exactly. Um, Thanks. I forgot the name of the location. Oh, I didn't know that was what you're talking about. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. Was yeah. it bombed? I I thought that they shot it with like a RPG or something like that. I can't remember exactly. Oh, maybe, but like, uh, I wasn't sure. I would consider that bombing. Well. It was who, more like it was an invasion. But, uh, the former moderator of a uh, like leader of Goon Squad, Vile Rat, cared uh, because he died from it. But oh, well, uh, rest that? in peace, Vile Rat. No, I nah, don't remember. That. I, don't remember I don't care. Like, remember anything about something awful other than low tax finally blew his fucking brains out all over the place. <laughs> Good times. Uh, no, I I actually think that this is maybe possibly a good thing. Like, I saw Less. people getting upset about the fact that this isn't Chrono Trigger, but Chrono Trigger has held up. It's a perfectly fine game. I'm a big proponent of if something holds up, you don't need to remake it at all. Just leave yeah. it alone, let it exist. But if you have something that, like, had potential and it was squandered, the execution was just off... Like, yeah, remake that. Like, if a good version of Chrono Cross comes out of this, then that's fantastic. Right. They made Final Fantasy VII good. So they did, yeah. There's hope. If if any version of Square could do it, I guess it's this one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they should put uh, Tetsuya Nomura in charge of this so it could also just be completely confounding and impossible to follow. More belts and zippers. Absolutely. Yes. Is that the I, only news? That's the only like major news that is like relevant to us specifically. The only news that's fit to print, as that's they say. Right. Uh, in other news, this year's Black Friday fucking sucks. 
Well, Sears has been out of business for a while, so <sighs> that's true. So no one has to actually compete anymore. I'm just yeah. it's mildly frustrating to see games I bought like last year, two years ago be more expensive. Oh, this, this year's okay. Yeah. I thought you said Sears Black Friday sucks. Oh what? no, this year. Yeah, of course. Uh, yes. Well, no, yeah. like there are perfectly fine deals on games that came out this year, but if there you want anything that is from like last year or more obscure ones, you're out of luck. But even stuff like Demon Souls for PS5 should be less than it is. No. Oh, come on. It's like 50 bucks is I know. as much as they're taking off of that thing, $20. Like, they could do better. Come on. Um, I mean, yeah, they could, but... like, If someone finally got a PlayStation 5 by this point, does not have Demon Souls, and it's coming up on Black Friday, exactly. throw them a fucking bone. Nobody, that person does not exist. Like somebody who got a PS5 and wanted Demon Souls and was thinking, hmm, I'll wait for a sale. All right, that's fine. They're all AIs anyway. The only PS5 owners besides us are just bots. Yeah, well, so they were in stock on Amazon for quite a while. Like mm. I saw Wario tweet about it and I checked and I could have gotten one if I wanted. Look, all I know is I had like 10 games on my list. Like, all right, I've been waiting for Black Friday to get these. I've walked out of Black Friday with three of them. Did you get Guardians of the Galaxy? I did get Guardians of the Galaxy. That's nice. probably one of the better deals because that is like half off. It's more um, than that. It's 25. That's right. nice. How long ago did that come out again? Just like a few weeks? Like a month. Yeah. Okay. So this is almost a Hitman 2 sort of situation Basically. where it got halved pretty quickly. Deathloop also. Yeah. Which Death I knew Loop was going well. to happen because it's a yes. Bethesda game. Yeah, we almost had worked out a deal for me to buy that from you for 30 and then Walmart just cut you at the kneecaps. Well, you took so long trying to buy it from it's me. It's true. I played at the market. <laughs> well, no, not really. Because now you're just giving money to Walmart instead of to me. Yeah, true. Yeah, they could uh, use it more. <laughs> yeah, they need, they need it. The Walton family is in a bad situation. Yeah, they got to pay people more money now. So I, you know, charitable as I am. Oh, I doubt it. I doubt they're moving up to fifteen bucks an hour. Probably not. Maybe here they are. Everybody here is moving up to fifteen bucks an hour. Yeah, well, that's nice. There's a sign on the Taco Bell here, uh, hiring shift managers at $13 an hour. Oh, I and was going to say like nine. That sign has been up for a couple of months. <laughs> well, anyway, happy Black Friday to everyone. Uh, I got Deathloop and Guardians and Sonic, so hooray. Sonic? Yeah, even that, like, I kind of wanted to get that game at, like, 15 bucks, and it only yeah. dropped to 20 and I was like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, 20 is probably it. still too much for me. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> you also have to get the PS5 one, right? Uh, they don't have a PS5 version, they have a PS4. Oh, right, it's just, but, like, running backwards compatibility. And that stuff. is yeah. a, yeah, that is a weird situation where that game is only on PS4, but backwards compatibility, but for some reason, Balan Wonderworld has a PlayStation 5-specific version. Yeah. And I've still not then, bothered to figure out what is different about that thing, but my guess is nothing. Doesn't uh doesn't Sonic Colors like actually have an Xbox series like S and X version? I don't know. I've not bothered to check that at all. I think that's one of those weird cases where you know on PS4 and five, like it's just the PS4 version, but mm. it's actually separate ones on Xbox. Or maybe that was something else. I don't know. 
I also don't really care. Yeah. Anyway, Bland Wonderworld is also only like $15, which is infuriating to me because there's it should have hit 10 like months ago. Mm. I get the feeling they're going to not drop it any lower than 15 bucks. I mean, it's I think it's one of those cases where like if they drop it that low, then people are basically just going to be buying it for like replacement cases. You know, like it's if I saw a Sega Saturn should. or a Sega CD game for yeah. like $5, I would just buy it to have an extra case. As they should. Just clear that stock out. Yeah, maybe. I'm also a big proponent of recycling. So yes, absolutely. Buy a Bolan Wonderworld. Uh, toss the disc. Do whatever you want with it. Put it in the microwave. Reuse the case. Although, actually, well, I guess PS5 cases are just the same as PS4, right? Yeah, they are. Unfortunately, yeah. should have been white. I think they should have been black. No, that would suck. You suck. Uh, I kind of think that like fifteen dollars is now the new like bottom of the barrel for games because, like in general, I don't see games drop down to yeah. ten that much anymore at all. So. I've still kind of been debating, like, eh, if I really just want this thing for the novelty of it, maybe I should just suck it up and pay the 15 bucks. Yeah, for physical stuff, it's probably not going to go below that. Yeah. Uh, well, sometimes you get stuff for 10. I think I got uh, Mortal Shell for 10 and um, uh, Metal Wolf Chaos, although those were like you know, 20 or 30 to begin with. But the way that the market is in general too like some of the stuff that i was hoping would go on sale are more niche titles like cotton reboot or r-type final two where yeah. i shouldn't have expected them to really i thought that they would go on sale i thought i would still pay more than i probably should for them but now it's one of those cases where like oh you can't buy r-type final two anymore it never dropped below like 50 dollars. it's just sold out now yeah and it's not like a limited run thing or anything like that it still more money than it should be but I don't know, the, the, the state that physical games are in, you kind of have to jump on stuff and not spin forever like I do, hoping it'll hit 10 bucks or something like that. Yeah, maybe. This is just me talking myself up to buy Bland Wonderworld for $15. That's all this is. Oh. I thought it was is. you talking yourself up to buy R-Type and Cotton. Well, I can't get R-Type anymore. Cotton, I could. Uh, but also Cotton's a remake of a Cotton game that I could just emulate for free. <laughs> so if I really want to play that thing, don't necessarily need to buy the reboot. Okay. I think the original game is on that disc too, though. Probably. Yeah. Video games are back. They're too damn much money. Yeah. They're basically the same as they were. Yeah. I mean, actually, yes, they should cost more money, if anything. I'm still surprised they only raised the price of new games for, like, the PlayStation 5 by $10. Yeah. Like and I also, don't. not even all of them. No. Which is weird. Like, I, I feel that if you're still being generous and trying to keep pace with inflation, new video games should be closer to, like, 80 bucks by this point. Probably. Yeah. It used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, everyone just looking back going, like, F games used to be 50 bucks. what's going on? Like... Okay, Buying. Jerry. Buying. <laughs> What's the deal with video games costing seventy dollars? I see you lost it. Like when you weren't actually trying, you didn't. All right, I Jerry. know. I'm trying to perfect some of my impressions, and Jerry's one I've not put any time into. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> not looking forward to that. Uh, I'll get it down one day. I'll get it down by my standards, though. So it'll be absolute shit. But I'll get it down. Okay.
No, is it like I th- we talked about this before? Like games back yeah. in the 16-bit era varied wildly in terms of how much money they cost, and sometimes they would hit up to like a hundred dollars in 1990s yeah. money, which is insane. Yeah, Strider is like eighty dollars yeah. back then because of all these megs in it. Yeah, and then people, you beat it in forty minutes. People flipping out over gas prices. Let me show you this 1990s price tag on Donkey Kong Country. Well, it's it's got 3D characters in it. That's right, silicon graphics. They bought the workstations, they need the money. <laughs> Look, it's the same technology that made the T-Rex in Jurassic Park, uh, but you could pick up banana. Ooh, banana. That's right, yes, banana. What have you been playing, Larry Davis? I have been playing... Alright, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I have been busy... With Call of Duty for a specific reason. You uh, love so, bad video games? No. Uh, well, for one thing, this one's pretty good. But Oh, I heard uh, differently. For Call of Duty Vanguard? I Yes. What's people's problem with it? I haven't like heard anything too specific about it, but just the general tone of things has been negative. Uh, that's weird, because mm-hmm. this is... Uh, like they're using the same basic like shooting model and everything as uh, Modern Warfare 2019, mm. which was the best Call of Duty in a very long time. Uh, and so it's has that same sort of framework. Last year's Cold War was bad. Um, I played a little bit of that. Like the campaign started promisingly, uh, but it just felt bad to play, and so I bailed on it pretty quickly. Is Kevin Spacey in this one? No. Is did his character like die? Like why is he not yeah. in this anymore? Well, for one thing, that was in the future, and this is in World War II. Second, yes, he died at the end of that. You can make it like his descendant or something, like, you know, how uh, Worf appears in the Undiscovered Country, but yeah, it's yeah. just Worf's grandfather, father-grandfather. Uh, father. Sure, you could do that if they really wanted to have Kevin Spacey in every game, but I don't think they do. Is Kevin Spacey getting work anymore? Uh, no. I don't think so. Hmm. It, it is weird, though, because this... Um, has uh this russian lady as one of the main characters and she looks almost exactly like quiet Ooh. Uh, it is not the same actor i had to look it up because well like the in-game model looks a lot more like her than the sort of like pre-rendered cutscenes do um, oh that's weird yeah but yeah i was like wait a second did they just get quiet and no uh but anyway, the reason I've been busy with this is because they brought back the same thing they did with Modern Warfare uh, the year that came out around this time, which is that they had double XP and they had a playlist that is all cargo all the time. Oh. If you don't know, cargo is an extremely tiny map. Uh, so it's basically just like constantly spawning and killing or dying. Like lifespan is like maybe two seconds on average. Well, you, you just like you spawn, know, throw a bunch of grenades and then die. Well, you know, that it is the exact type of map I like out of shooter games. If our yeah. time with time splitters two is any indication. Uh, it's very similar to that. Uh, oh, except... just making a straight line. Just like, fuck it. This is no, a box no. that you it, die in. It, it, well, it's a box, but okay. like it is so small that, most of the time players will just spawn directly in front of each other because it can't figure out a place to spawn you away from anybody. Like literally like right in front of you too. Not even like a few feet, just like you're running and then a person appears in front of you. I think I should play this game. Well, (laughs) it sounds fantastic. 
Well, they've removed that map now. It was like a limited time oh, thing. But the thing okay. is, because you had both that playlist, which had that all the time, and the double XP, it was like the by far fastest way to level up every gun and get the attachments. This reminds me of the worst stream that I have ever done. And I've done a lot of bad streams, but it was a Time Splitters 2 one where I just made a room that was a box with explosive weapons, all monkey AI, and I just played that 911 audio of the lady calling about her friend getting mauled <laughs> by a monkey over it. That's terrible. Yeah, it is. It was really bad. It was in poor taste. Yeah. I think that's still up on her YouTube channel. I don't think that's gotten removed. You should probably remove it. <laughs> Yeah, I probably should. So anyway, because of that, uh, I have just been grinding out uh, weapon levels to get the attachments for everything. Mm. And then after that was over, I got into the normal multiplayer and it was, it's like, it just doesn't hit anymore. You know, like you get used to cargo and yeah. then the rest of this just like, man, this is so slow. I'm not dying two seconds after spawning. This is garbage. Mm. This is, if I can provide a very uh, George-esque analogy to this, it's like having NOS a bunch and then trying to go back to Dr. Pepper, and it's just like, this is not enough caffeine for me at all. Anyway, the cargo map was great because um, if you set up your kill streaks right, you could just have like a constant barrage of attack dogs running around the map too. Mm-hmm. And they uh, kill anybody in one hit, and it's so small that like nobody has a chance to react to them really. Mm. Oh, it's uh, also in this game, it's shipment. It's not cargo. It's the same map, though, but it's like in the desert now instead of like, on a dock. But... Are there zombies in this Call yeah. of Duty? Yeah. Has yeah. that just I been a I thing for that. all of them since Black Ops? Black Ops was I... the first one that had that, right? Uh... No, World at War was. I can't keep them straight. The last Call of Duty I've ever played was Modern Warfare 2. World at War was, well, because that was the thing where, like, after you beat the campaign, it had, like, the... Wait, was that... It might have been Black Ops 1. But maybe Cold or World at War was the first one with, like... I don't know. A special mode? I, I got, like, Black Ops 3 because it was free on PS Plus, and I've not played it. Well, that's, like, multiplayer only, I think. Or maybe well, that's four. Good time for my PS. No, three, three, though. three is the one with Christopher Maloney in it. That one's not good. Well, that would be why it was free. <laughs> yeah, well, be, wait, because put, Maloney's in it. They don't. Put, well, because it's bad. Specifically, oh, okay. they don't put good games for free on PS Plus. I, think I know that four. now after having subscribed for a year of that service and stopped downloading games off of it, like in July. I think you got four, actually. I don't think it's three. The 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 thumbnail for it is the Roman numeral three. I'm well, pretty four, sure it's three. Four uses like a fake Roman numeral, which is just like four like vertical lines, which is not how you make four in Roman numerals. I would need to go back and take another. See, that's why I think you maybe <laughs> saw it and thought, oh, it's three, that's but very it might stupid. actually be four. Yeah, it is. Well that's that's the kind of stupid that I appreciate. But it's less a Roman numeral that is more like you're in a prison cell and you're scratching into the wall. The amount yeah, of Call yeah. of Duties. Exactly. That's not a Roman numeral. That's a hash there's mark. A, yeah, there's a name for it. I don't remember. I what think it hash is. mark. Um, sure. So 
but yes, Black Ops 4 was only multiplayer. Uh, three, So 3, the story of 3 is actually kind of funny. Um, playing it is not great, and it well, takes too long hilarious. to get... <laughs> well, what if I told you the plot of 3 is a Robocop plus an occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge? Okay, that does sound pretty fucking fun. <laughs> it is, because it starts with you just like getting ripped apart by a robot, <laughs> and then you get turned into a robot too. Uh, but then at the end, it turns out like you just actually died, and this was all a simulation. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, Christopher Maloney's there. Sort <laughs> uh, of happy. Yeah. Well. I oh, should... so okay. I am almost done with the campaign of Vanguard as well, and it's fine. It's. They're, the Nazi bad guy they're trying too much to make kind of like Landa from Inglorious Bastards, but uh, it's it's also weird because ninety percent of it is flashbacks. Like you basically you do the intro mission and then the whole crew gets captured, and then it's just flashbacks of what they've been doing before that, like their backgrounds, and so most of it doesn't really matter. I guess stop clicking. I needed to get back over to the, the wave waveform. I was looking at a different thing. I'm sorry. Okay. Um. And so that's sort of odd. Also, it has the worst vehicle segment in any Call of Duty, uh, which is the Battle of Midway, where you are flying, and the flying controls are so sluggish that it feels like it has reverse auto aim, like you're trying to aim at a plane and is actively like trying to push you away from it. Oh, that sounds awful. And there's a part there's a part where you're doing a dive bomb. And we do it twice. The first time it's fine. The second time it's just like constantly spewing like bullets at you. And as far as I can tell, it's basically just down to luck. Uh, like if you can get to it before dying because there're just bullets everywhere and uh flak guns exploding. And like I was trying to move like as much as I could, uh, circling around and like juking it and like it took like five or six tries before I got to the bottom. Anyway, that segment's really bad. Um, the parts in Russia are generally pretty good. They're sort of like, well, you didn't play Modern Warfare, but there's the no. segment in Modern Warfare where you play as a kid, and you're like sneaking around this house, uh, trying to stab this invader. All right, um, you're playing as Kevin McAllister. Kind of. Kevin's got like a fucking knife this time it's kind of like playing as chucky or something like you're crawling through these crawl spaces and vents and stuff and sneaking up on guys oh, stabbing that, him in the leg you're that small of a kid yeah yeah oh jesus uh yeah you're like i don't know seven or eight or something um, yeah, uh please insert a clip of uh marv going look at that hole somewhere in this podcast now that i've brought up <laughs> no or no it's a wow what a hole yeah that's it <laughs> i just put it at the very end okay <laughs> there you go um but yeah so it's sort of like that but uh this is where you're playing as polina who's the russian lady um and every character it's almost like a wolfenstein 2 where oh, you have like these various yeah well this isn't nearly that good but you know how BJ would get those different abilities and then the DLC like sort of assign them to different characters. Yeah. Um, where like she can crawl into these crawl spaces and sneak yeah. out and stab guys. 
another guy has sort of a focus ability um and then some of them are just like you can give orders to your teammates it doesn't really matter i didn't do it at all but yeah it sounds like know. they're they're doing some stuff with this one i mean like yeah. again like all i remember is modern warfare 2 so anything that you describe about call of duty at this point sounds new to me yeah like they are doing interesting things with it uh it keeps it from feeling super repetitive or anything. It looks really good. Uh, runs well for the most part. There sometimes it gets kind of chunky. I think it's like loading in stuff. It hasn't happened that often. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's all right. I don't really know why people are mad about it. I don't pay attention to Call of Duty discourse because there are plenty of times where they think something is great and I do not care. Like Warzone is terrible, sure. but people love it. Uh, we felt that way about Battlefield stuff before, too, where people are like, this is a bad Battlefield. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, it's not great that you're playing as cops and hunting down <laughs> yeah. people. Uh, but also it plays that one song from the Public KRS Enemy. Song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I can run dudes over and crash a helicopter <laughs> into them. So I don't know. This seems fine to me. Yeah, like. You can't run a car into people anymore in video games. That's it's uh, political now. Well, guess what? I did it in Halo Infinite. So, oh, you're playing that? Yeah, of course. Mm. Hmm. Is it good? Yeah. Okay. I've been worried about Halo Infinite considering the quality of five and the fact that this thing seemed to have a troubled development history. (laughs) Yes, it did. Uh, But it feels pretty good. A lot better than I expected, actually, because I'm not really a fan of Halo. Uh, I thought you love enemies that are like super spongy. (laughs) Yeah, they're my favorite. Um, But yeah, this one's pretty good. I haven't played much of it. Like, I've just kind of popped into it now and then, but seems fine if you're into Halo. My main issue with it would be like all of the sort of there's like no character customization because that is all battle pass related. And like you look at that, it's like, oh right, this is free. If yeah. I subscribe to Game Pass, I should get the Battle Pass for free. Yeah, yes. give that to me, you freaks. I follow the Haru Kid on Twitter, so Twitter's algorithm has determined that I must really like Halo because he tweets about Halo a lot. Mm. And so anytime I go onto like the Explore tab and I go past what's trending, it's either all Gundams or all Halo. It's all it ever is. That's nice. Um, I I have learned so much about Halo despite having not played one since, like, three. Well, you just said five was so bad. I mean, I know that five was bad because, again, on Twitter, I hear about how five is bad (laughs) almost every day of my life. I don't know if five was bad. I didn't play it. I know that four was bad. I watched someone, like, my roommate at the time had four. I watched them play it and even, like, just sitting there looking at it. I could tell that it's not something I wanted yeah, to Yeah, I played like maybe one hour of four and was like, nope, no thanks. Uh, but Halo Infinite, I would say, at least the multiplayer. Oh, the other thing about the Battle Pass is it takes forever to level up, uh, which is what it makes that whole thing even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I was paying for the Battle Pass, I don't know that I even like got one level out of like 10 games or something seriously it's yeah it's really slow jesus and i think that's intentional because the battle pass also lasts for like six months maybe more (laughs) i think it's more because i think it's until like may next year it Uh, is 
a chilling thought that Halo multiplayer was better when I had to lug a CRT over to a friend's place. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I think the actual game part here is totally fine. Sure, it's but like all the, the, the stuff packaged around it, just being able to customize your character and stuff, like... Well, you couldn't do that in Halo 1. You could do it in Halo 2, though. Could you? I think right. that was 3. you could do it in 2. I know you could do it in 3. I thought you could in 2 as well. I thought that started in 3. Mm. Well, anyway, neither of us are Halo historians, so speaking I guess of, really say. Speaking of battle passes, though, a weird thing about Call of Duty Vanguard is it shares the same battle pass as a Cold War and Warzone. And so if I did want to buy the battle pass, like 90% of the things I'm unlocking, I couldn't even use in Vanguard. I have a question also, about Halo. Also, it ends in like a few days. It's like, it's just sort of like <laughs> ran over from the other games and they were like, oh, we'll, we'll put some Vanguard stuff in here too. Christ. Is Cortana in Halo Infinite? No. Is Cortana a bad guy? I don't know. Did she have like a heel turn? She had a, I don't know. There was the thing about her going rampant. I don't, I don't yeah. know like what the end of that was. Uh, okay. Like I said, I that I was like the whole, four. yeah, I thought that was a whole halo thing of like AI eventually goes crazy and yeah, yeah. that she was going to go crazy. And I just have a hard time like imagining Cortana acting in a way that is actively and thoughtfully evil. <laughs> No TV and no beer make Cortana go crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I kind of want to see that, but I don't know exactly, like, if I type in Cortana evil on YouTube, what that's going to bring up. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it'd probably be better to go to like some sort of wiki. I watched Cortana. the Cortana evil clip. She tied up Spider-Man to a tree with a gardening hose. And... Elsa from Frozen was there and she was pregnant. Yeah, she, she was pregnant and she was pointing and laughing at Spider-Man. <laughs> and while, then while, Mavis, yeah, while Mavis and the Hulk were throwing water balloons at Spider-Man's crotch. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a little tiny joker rode up in a tonka truck <laughs> <laughs> wow what a hole <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know i i can't tell you the status of cortana at this point but the selectable ais are like she's not one of them so mm. of right. course like she was like a unique ai for uh, master chief anyway right uh like, no? was that thing that she was the only Cortana? I think she was the only Cortana, but I don't think that she was made for Master Chief. I think that she was, like, somebody he picked up. I don't know. It's been a long time. No, they, give, they give her to him at the beginning on the Pillar of Autumn. They do? They, like, give it to him and he, like, plugs it into his head and she's okay. like, hello, Master Chief. I don't know. The only thing people tweet about with Halo is that 5 is bad. <laughs> okay. That's it. It's a lot of clips of people playing infinite multiplayer, and I don't really care. I mean, I'd love to play it, but... Well, I got into a warthog and like ran a bunch of people over and had a pretty good time. Oh. Oh, no. Why? I did. It's fine. Uh, There's an interesting new mode, which is sort of like Capture the Flag, um, where a bunch of these energy cells appear on the map, 
and you have to go grab them and bring them back to your base and plug them in and once you get a certain amount like your bait you basically get a point and uh it's fun because like the whole thing is based around like one person grabbing it then jumping into warthog and getting sped off back to the base and so you get a bunch of like real dukes of hazard style stuff going on there there is one good halo clip i did watch of a capture the flag thing of a guy absolutely freaking out because the score's tied next point wins he's going over to get the flag he's like hyperventilating so much and then by the end of it screams so loud you can actually hear his mic like break and just start squealing a bunch of like weird fucked up noises because it no longer works let me see if i can find that and send it to you it's the the one bit the one little bit of halo that i watched that was like all right this is pretty good okay well that's my report on um call of duty and halo infinite it turns out you're you're back into shooters yeah what do you think about uh this new fresh prince huh how about that i think it perfectly aligns with who will smith is and how he's represented in the modern day Wait, so what, i uh, what about I think, him vomiting i because I, he came so here's here's my my little rant about will smith right like will smith back in the day for us blockbuster movie guy he, he's drawn in crowds he's always playing like the hero and he's always joking and quipping all the time generally has a positive attitude about him it was the willinium yeah the willinium is fucking over and now we're into like the depressing will smith phase we're like i'm just on twitter i'm just looking at stuff and then i'll see like a trending tag and it's just like will smith says he looked into his son's eyes and realized he will never know unconditional love (laughs) why is will smith giving all these interviews I don't know. I want him to fucking stop because it's so sad. Like, uh, Will Smith says he never truly loved his wife. Like, fuck, (laughs) fuck, stop it. Will Smith says he once shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Will Smith says he doesn't believe in the existence of a soul or afterlife. When you're dead, they put you in the ground. (laughs) So, like, yeah, like a a fresh... Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reboot that has had, like, all the joy and all the comedy sucked out of it. It is just a depressing, bleak version of that show is the most Will Smith-appropriate thing that you could do right now. So I kind of turned around on it, and I'm actually fascinated by it. It's it's really funny because I saw people saying, like, well, you know, the original idea for uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was supposed to be darker so this really like they're like what it was supposed to be to begin with like no it was created by like some idiot who like he was a sitcom writer yeah and also well first people... of all all shows written back then were written by idiots so that's well just, yeah like number one yes but like I forget his name Andy Andy Borowitz I think Andy is his Dick. name <laughs> he made Fresh Prince and then R.I.P. Phil Hartman. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I could have put the Will Smith curse on you. He said to John Lovitz. If you look at like the writing any Barowitz has done since then, like there is no way he intended for that show to be like no dark edgy. Did you know that Alf his... was supposed to be darker than it <laughs> actually was? Yeah, well, there was that time he said all the slurs. But <laughs> 
technically that's non-canon i suppose uh, to be fair those old alf edits that make it more like a david lynch thing <laughs> yeah. are actually pretty good so yeah, yeah. yeah sure if you do like a dark alf reboot just get that guy anyway my point was that uh, people are saying like well they had dark episodes of the show like serious episodes like, like that's like two or three like very special yeah. episodes and the rest of them are just will wants to go to a heavy d concert yeah. or uh, uncle phil's hustling pool they're also still breaking up the heavier moments of that show with comedy yeah yeah there's still funny bits like in the ones with will's dad or the gun one yeah yeah, like uh, there was a whole thing at the start of that where they were like, oh, is that actually like an undercover cop or something? And it's like played up for humor because it's like, yeah. oh, this dude's like staring at Will all weird. So like, what did Will do? But yeah, like, I, I don't know. It, I'd rather they don't remake Fresh Prince because it's kind of like a, again, a chrono trigger kind of thing. Like oh, the original is perfect. Just let it exist as it, as it was and you don't have to do anything else with that. Uh, but I think the fact that it's going to be this ultra depressing, bleak thing is just a perfect, perfect like microcosm of where Will Smith himself is like mentally right Prediction. now. Prediction. I'm, I'm kind of interested. Prediction. Hmm. Uh, in the opening, like in the first episode, in West Philadelphia, uh, Will's friend is going to get shot. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's why he like gets moved to Bel Air. His mom got scared. To, Maybe his I'm mom got shot. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what is the the dark version of uh, Jazz getting thrown out of the house. <laughs> just, well, Jazz like getting his neck kneeled on or something. Oh no! Like that's probably they the kind of the thing they would do. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that this show seems like it would do. Jazz is dead. The first episode will never appear in another episode of Bel Air ever again. <laughs> yeah fuck terrible idea they'll take they'll take that episode where carlton does speed and they will like drag that into a multi-episode arc where he develops a drug addiction that's my prediction it would be opiates now though yeah yeah he would start with like something smaller though and it would get worse oh yeah okay they found carlton this morning it was an overdose fentanyl (laughs) what can you say about carlton he was Carlton. <laughs> Carlton's helicopter spun in. No survivors. <laughs> yes, he might have been Carlton, but he was also chicken and waffles. It's I like, like got a brab like, on one hand, a leg in one hand, and a brab in the other. <laughs> I really like the outpouring of people who love a fresh pence of Blair yeah. uh, coming out of the woodwork for the comments on that tweet too. Yeah it's uh you ask someone to make you a sandwich and it's a signal oh yeah yeah Yeah. i was gonna say i wasn't the one that posted that but yes make me a sandwich is like the code signal yeah it's like the 14 words but for fesh pence of blair fans (laughs) (laughs) numbers 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 (laughs) classic that's the citizen cane of youtube poops it is I still miss the like the original ones that we saw where it was the Sonic uh, the Hedgehog yeah. cartoon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Perhaps you should consider a career in politics. Yeah. Like I can't find that anymore. It was called a Robotnik on the toilet, I think. Oh, okay. I'll write this down and and do some digging after this. I don't know if that's the you should consider a career in politics one though. Uh, those original ones are real good. 
yeah. YouTube poop as an art form is fine when it's done by the very small number of people who understand it and do it right. But there are yes. a lot of Im- imitators that are absolutely garbage at it. Yeah, Durham Rockers of... is another good one. Yeah, with the King of the Hill ones. Yes. Yeah, Robodale, man. <laughs> yeah. Duke Nukem like techno theme behind him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyway, I I will probably since it's on Peacock and Peacock is free, I will probably give bell era shot just because it's a curiosity for me at this point i kind of just need to see how it plays out have they said like any of the rest of the casting though i because i wonder like who uncle phil is will smith says he contemplated suicide multiple times (laughs) while writing the pilot for bel air (laughs) (laughs) i'm on a downward spiral please help (laughs) is that real no Oh, okay. I mean, like uh, maybe. <laughs> that sounds like a recent headline about Will Smith. Look, you do another couple GQ interviews with him. I'm sure it will come out that he's tried to kill himself at some point. Probably. <laughs> like at this point, that image of him crying from the reunion is just like that's Will Smith's natural state. Will Smith says that he had a dog that never made eye contact with him. <laughs> I'm just so fucking tired of it, Will. Just fucking take this shit somewhere else. Please stop. See a therapist. God damn. Uh, anyway, I've been playing more Shin Megami Tensei. Cool. That's my report. Uh, I've I, some. I like how much textures pop in in that game. That's my favorite thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what what part did you leave off on last? Because I took like a long break, uh, and I know you were playing it during that time, so I'm kind of curious if you've caught up or surpassed. No, I did not, uh, because I probably like took a break to uh, grind in Call of Duty about the same time you took your break. So uh, I killed the uh, the werewolf guy. Oh, okay. Was, so I I did. I've yeah, of course. You then. Yeah, of course. Gone way. They, I, I know the way you play video games. God damn. <laughs> You'll just sit in one chair and play it for 12 hours straight. That's right. I'm full of blood clots. That's why I don't <laughs> feel good most of the time. Uh, no, I I was a little worried with that game, knowing that there's like four main areas in it, and I was in the second one and like getting pretty deep into it and thinking like, man, I wonder if this game really is like actually not as long as other SMTs. Uh, boy, that second map is fucking gigantic. Yeah. I'm still just pushing deeper and deeper into it, and it's just panning out more and more. And it's like, oh, okay, there's four areas in this, but they are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm now in like a forested area, so even like the just aesthetic of that being like kind of a blood red sky and everything, like it changes halfway through and becomes something else. So and that's cool because yeah, yeah, when it starts, it's like oh, this is basically like the first area again, except red. Yeah. Um, just up, then, you go to like also, shipping yards and stuff. Yeah. 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 But you, yeah, you eventually come upon like a, a fairy forest and you talk to a bunch of cool Jack Frost in there. So that's where all the Brian fairies live. That's right. Everyone's singing love is the drug. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to go find some golden apples to heal some students. But uh, Loki's up to some shit, so I'm probably going to have to fight him. Oh, no, not Loki. Yeah. <laughs> Kids, I have some bad news about Loki. <laughs> <laughs> not Loki. <laughs> 
No, I I've done as much side quest stuff as I can. So like I'm through. Uh, I got Hellbiker. I beat that dude. Nice. I still think the the fiend battles are now utterly trivialized by being able to just pop a full round of critical hits. And I still insist, even though you disagree, beat down is a fucking broken. Like I, mean, I it probably is, but I just it, haven't been using it. It super is. I'm I'm doing like over 800 hit points of damage, like twice a turn, basically. Yeah. So um, so I um I did have that on the character, but then when I got that uh, Aramasa move uh, from the Algami, well, essence. Yeah. I sort of replace it with that because I I still have bicorn essence anyway, so I can just pop uh I do beat down think and I, charge back on if yeah. I have to. I, I don't do know if you ever get any more algamis, or can you buy those from Gustav? You get you get more algamis. I think I'm on like the fourth algami. Well, I mean, like of the same oh, of, type. of the same type. No, I don't think that you can. Well, see, that's why I've been making sure to stick all the unique ones on uh, yeah. the Nahobino. But I've already gotten like better stuff than Aramatsu off of other. Uh, algamis so it's know. probably well, fine to dump that one the like main, i would the main I advantage would... of aramasa is that at least one hit from it will always crit uh, sure. so i'm just always getting an extra turn off of it anyway if i were you i would just load up your save i would throw that by essence on just give it a shot test it out and if you don't like it you can just swap the save back but i guarantee you it is so hysterically broken mm-hmm. like it is bewildering to me that they thought that that critical hit thing was acceptable for the start of the game they really should have had something else there it's it's also just weird to me uh that physical skills use mp now uh, which yeah. is has become kind of a problem for the second fiend uh, which i well i'm under leveled for it anyway but the way he just like drains all your mp like immediately yeah uh See, I... like, well great i can't even like punch him a bunch now yeah, see, again, thanks to my beatdown strategy, I steamrolled that boss very, very quickly. Like, he did not have much of a chance to drain any MP from me. I just got through him fast. Hellbiker was slightly more difficult because all his moves hit everybody. And so if you don't have proper elemental coverage, he'll just constantly be gaining turns by just smacking everybody around. But I don't know, so far I've found this overall i think to be maybe the easiest smt game and it's again because they give you some stuff right out the gate that i just think's really busted i do think you could kind of like solve some of the beatdown stuff by making that take hp instead since that move does more damage yeah. the more hp you have so at least then like consecutive moves in a turn with that would not do as much yeah like so something i was unclear about that though was it's not based on percentage it's based on total hp right yeah yeah so like when i was using it it was early on so i didn't actually have that much hp and so it wasn't actually doing much more damage than armas was anyway yeah uh but yeah i can see how that would scale a lot better later on when you just have more in general it starts stacking in a pretty ridiculous way um, I, to be fair, I don't have Aramatsu back on, so that's why I'd also encourage you to try it out, because there's always a chance Aramatsu still does more damage. Um, but, like, I have that Shining Finger move that's like an almighty attack, and that does not do anywhere near as much damage as Beatdown, so I've just not been using it. Mm. Uh, I have a Lightning Elemental attack, so I fought a boss named Cumhail. Yeah, of course. Good, good name. I fought the cum boy, and uh, he's weak to lightning, and hitting him with like that lightning attack with a plus one on it did like a third of the amount of damage that one beatdown would do. So, hmm. you know. 
that boss, by the way, is I think the actual matador point in the game because he has one move that will basically one shot anybody, including the Nahobino. Okay. So physical is, dampeners are advised. It is weird now how uh like Mudo and Hama only one hit if you are weak to them. And even then not necessarily. No. Like it's it's still a percentage chance that they may, but only if you're weak to it. Yeah. Which I think is good, like, overall. Yes. Uh, it seems like they sort of fudge those numbers in your favor, uh, unless it's a boss. Mm-hmm. It seems like if they're weak to it, it's probably like a 70-80% chance yeah. that they will insta-die from it. That sounds about right. Every yeah, once in a while it won't. Another thing I learned about dampeners in that game, which I think is uh, some sage advice for you, if you are weak to the thing that you are dampening, your weakness invalidates the dampener. So if I have a fire oh. dampener and I have a Jack Frost, Jack Frost will still take weak, like it it will pop up as weak. The enemy will get the advantage from it being weak and he will take the additional damage. It huh. bypasses the dampener. Okay. Well, that's so, good to know. Yes, because I game over like on a boss them. because of that. I put up the physical dampener and someone was weak to it. I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what are you doing with someone weak to fizz? Or no, it wasn't. I'm sorry, it was a fire attack. I oh, missed, okay. But, um, but no, Cumhale's main attack will absolutely one-shot basically anybody. So if anyone's weak to physical, I just don't put them in my party. Like, that's a liability. I'm not sure there's anyone that's weak to physical that early in the game anyway. I, I don't think Probably I've found not. anyone. I wonder if there's just not many characters with that anymore. I remember that being more prevalent in, like, 3. It is. It's strange to me that they got rid of the different damage types, and now it's just physical. Yeah. Like you don't have like blunt, uh, piercing, or slash. Well, the way they augment that eventually is that you get physical attacks that have elemental damage stacked onto them, but they're still yeah. based off your physical stat. Yeah. But they can then also hit the elemental weaknesses. Uh huh. In addition to being able to critical, so it still seems like you just want to stack all your points into strength on the Nahubino. In, I got in a typical... little fox freak who likes to float around. Yes! Oh, I love him. I love his attack where he just shoots a ton of Bunch fucking of bow and arrows. Yeah. yeah. And a throne of blood happening in every fight. Yeah, and he just does a little dance. He thinks it's a hoot. Yeah. He's having a great time. Anyway, I played this game like that one jackass from Penny Arcade where anytime a demon's not cutting it, I'm like, all right, time to die. <laughs> Euthanize this fucking demon and get something else. It's too bad you can't do a thing like in Persona 5 where you could just like uh, sacrifice them for an oh, item. Oh yeah, l- literally kill them. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna hang this Jack Frost. <laughs> Put him in the electric him. chair. Give him powers like Ernest and Ernest goes to jail. Oh, uh, he gave Jack Frost a lethal injection but the dose was fucked up so he felt everything. <laughs> His family was on the other side of the glass crying. <laughs> <laughs> see the sponge on the head wasn't wet was the problem <laughs> we failed to kill him so we'll have to extend his execution date and try again <laughs> oh god um i i do think that compendium fusions kind of bust that whole thing wide open like it is completely trivial to get demons that you want now and so i've actually been like rotating my team out way 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 more frequently uh, but this has also contributed to me constantly being out of Maka. Yeah, it it makes it... I I understand what you're saying, but also I think it's worth 
saving the hassle of like it let's is. try this one and this one nope yeah. this one and this one nope this one and this one like it's it's really just saving time more than anything it it is i spent less time in the uh world of shadows in in this game than i have in previous games where a lot more of that time was just spent going like okay if i do this one and this one i get this and then can i fuse that guy into anything oh no i gotta keep reloading this thing so he gets uh, this fucking electric attack i need it yeah um so yeah there's been a lot of quality of life stuff as far as that goes but uh yeah i'm still having fun with the game i i do think that you know 25 hours deep into this thing pretty sure nocturne is still my favorite in the series i don't think anything quite comes close to just nailing that sort of lonely atmosphere uh i like a lot of the stuff that five is doing but you know i i do kind of want to jump into like dedicated dungeons in this in the same way i wanted to jump into dedicated dungeons in breath of the wild it's less of an issue here because i do think it makes like the rest of that world very compelling that breath of the wild completely fails to do but i'm still kind of hoping i get into some more like actual you know smt3-esque dungeons i think that you would eventually like some of the stuff in the trailers made it seem like you do so i don't know that school part wasn't fun i mean the problem with the school part too is just the like layout of that thing is very very flat yeah i'm talking like dungeons where you got to actually like figure puzzles out and stuff that that would be more consistent with three yeah i want to chase that fucking quite quite on guy around again he's got the key i need the key (laughs) he's in one of these rooms um the school part does have the advantage of that Jack Frost who heals you. Yes. Which I still think is a reference to if that there's just a, a friendly Jack Frost hanging yeah. out at the school. Yeah, probably is like in general, that whole part is outfit, just, though. yeah, they should have put him in the Albert from if frankly, yeah. uh, that whole part though, like with a student who's being bullied. So they make a pact with a demon and get the revenge on the people bullying them. That is extremely SMTF. Uh, which is also, why I, I do think that whole part is a somewhat of a, a nod to that game. That that whole part also is strange because the opening of the game like throws you into this so fast, mm-hmm. and then you get to that part and it's like here's a bunch of exposition about Bethel and yeah. everything's a simulation. Also, here's this lady you've never seen before. She's getting picked on. I hope you feel bad for her. Here's a yeah. demon. He's talking to her. She's gonna make a pact with him. Like shouldn't like that stuff should have been at the beginning, so like, with her being picked on. So th- the point they that they make I've like big to... references to it, but yeah, the point that I've gotten to now is kind of opened up a bit more about what might be going on because like a an NPC, random NPC I talked to is just like, yeah, Lamu is one of the old gods, and he's upset that everything is now ruled by an infant god, and so I think that there's you know god is dead is how this game started so i guess that there's some sort of reincarnation of god that is ruling over everything and like the older demons are pissed off about that because it should be one of them instead and so i think lamu's trying to like gain his power back to challenge the infant god i think that's like what the plot of the game is right it's now. just like succession exactly like succession <laughs> okay which um, god is uh the colkin Oh, I don't... Well, that would be the Chaos God. The Trickster God is always going. Yeah, of course. It'd be Loki. Um, no, uh, I think Lamu is supposed to be the Chaos route representative. Uh, I think that 
Nuwa, I get the feeling might be like neutral. She must be because that dude who was with her said something about how like, yeah, we kill demons, also angels. Like, yeah, they both, both of them suck. Check this out. Both sides are fucking wrong, dude. Yeah. As is true with every SMT game, the proper ending is the neutral ending because absolutely both main factions suck shit. Yeah. I occasionally see this one weirdo on YouTube who does SMT stuff and he always is like, yeah, I always do the law route. It's like, I don't, the law route always seems like it'd be the most boring one, honestly. Probably. I don't want to take orders from Raphael. <laughs> You only take orders from Michelangelo because he's a party dude. Exactly. Michelangelo knows where to get a fentanyl. He's the one that gave it to Carlton. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's the one that gave it to Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is also true. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm interested to, to see where more of this goes. It, it Obviously, the, the Abdiel lady is going to be the law representative. It is a little weird to me that, like, the goofy fuck up kid who's like doing a streaming thing at the start of the game seems like he's going to be the main like law human. Yeah, I guess. I would have like, thought it was like the very stoic guy with the very regal looking uh like wolf beast thing. Yeah. Well, they're subverting your expectations. They're breaking <laughs> they broke new ground. Oh, it's good actually because it subverted my expectations. Yeah. Uh yeah, I kind of wonder what that guy like if he's going to go chaos but then it already yeah it's uh that whole cutscene though with that guy what's his name dazai i think uh and abdil is pretty weird yeah (laughs) he's like she's like into him or something yeah through god all things are possible now quit fucking around (laughs) (laughs) i I I need to go do stuff I do like how later he shows you what demon he has and is just that really pathetic looking like tiny dragon thing from earlier in the game that wants you to <laughs> oh. go steal those eggs. Like yeah. that's his dude. Okay. So I, I do like how the the other guy, he's got like this very unique demon that talks and everything. And then this other fuck face shows up. He's got like some little level 12. Yeah, he's got like a level 16 dragon thing. Yeah. Um, I imagine he will get something else later in the game, but it's still funny to me. But um. Yeah, I, I would think a very SMT thing would be that you have that character. I can't remember his name, but yeah, he seems already pre-aligned with Bethel, which is the like law representatives. And so very SMT for him to probably have like his allegiance called into question and through the course of the game realize like, actually, the angels are bad, uh, but demons seem cool. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's like uh, Zayn's whole thing. Uh, by Zayn, I mean Zayn or uh in billy zane that's right well he was Zane. well he was handsome whatever Uh, zane and smt2 is a representative for millennium which is like the law route he realizes that they are running concentration camps thankfully isn't cool with that uh also turns out he's satan (laughs) what yeah he just turns into satan at the end of the game is like hey check this out turns out i was supposed to be the bad guy the entire time shocking yeah anywho uh yeah i'm i'm still having fun with that game play more of it today probably that's nice that's all i got to say about that <laughs> okay retro retro corner sure retro corner hey i'm still playing more hey did you games. get uh did you get the wild arms or wild guns nah okay i did for 20 bucks i don't know like I, I mean, I probably should because, again, it's going to be one of those things where it's mm. probably not going to get cheaper. 
that's what i was thinking yeah i i might still do it i might just put the will smith will smith says put the gun in my mouth i'm buying Wonder wonderworld <laughs> and yet you refuse to buy 13 sentinels when it's cheap it has never been this cheap before <sighs> will smith says all i knew was numbness <laughs> numbness 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 <laughs> No, I my my old games for today are Vice Project Doom. All right, and this is a fucking video game. I should have talked yeah. about this when we did uh, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, because it is very much just one of those games, mm-hmm. uh, but also is way cooler. Yeah, uh, this game decides to change what type of video game it is multiple times, so it's always keeping you on your feet. But at its core, it's a Ninja Gaiden kind of game. Uh, NES side scroller, uh, get different power ups to use, and otherwise just cut up dudes with your sword. Uh, very difficult. I would actually say not as difficult as Ninja Gaiden, though. Like it's much more approachable, but still has a pretty steep curve to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it breaks these up by like uh, overhead driving segments, which are very much like a certain game that I'm totally blanking on the name of. Spy Hunter. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I the one like the main overhead driving game yeah. of all time. Well, I knew exactly what it was. I the name was just not coming to me. Uh, but it also has like shooting gallery segments in it too, where you're in first person and you're you're shooting up dudes. So for like, like Ogun's Alley, yeah. For an NES game, it's very high concept to like constantly be switching it up like that, and it excels in like every single type of gameplay that it sets out to explore. It was the like, Earthworm Jim 2 of its time. Eh, kind of. Mm. Kind of. Did you hear that uh, Tenepole apparently sold Earthworm Jim? No, I didn't. I saw they're making like a new animated series. I I saw this in a tweet of someone saying, I think it's very funny that like he sold the character just despite the people making the video game. Huh. And I have not looked into it, but it would sound like to me that he sold it to someone just to fuck up development of the game, and that might be why someone's doing a cartoon, because they have the rights to it now? Maybe. I need to look into that more, so please, uh, Doug Tenable, when you do end up listening to this podcast, because of <laughs> course you will, please do not sue me for defamation if I got all the details wrong. I'm just basing this off a stray tweet that I saw. Yeah, I have no idea. I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah. Anyway, he's also a big piece of shit. Yeah. I just want to make Wait, sure I, I got that out in the open because it, it, he's he's going to listen to this. Because you're going to put his name somewhere in the description. No, I won't do that again. <laughs> the name of this episode will just be Doug to Naple Callout Thread. I think that's what was last time this happened. Oh, it might have been, actually, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you, ever see, at the end. You, you ever see uh, the Japanese box art for Vice, by the way? I don't think I have. Where it's just Bruce Willis. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, basically, it's just like Dynamite Cop. Mm. But also, a very Ninja Gaiden of it is the cutscenes, where they do the same sort of like, very cinematic sort of framing for it, and then like dialogue appearing on the bottom, limited amount of an- animation and stuff, and like the general tone of it too, of just like, hey man, there's some weird, fucked up, unethical experiments going on. Uh, there's a mystery to be solved here. I guess stuff's all great. Like that has a flashback to him in like Vietnam or something at one point in the game too. Yeah, just like Hotline Miami too. Uh, yeah. The Japanese title also is way better than Vice Project Doom. How could it be better than Vice Project Doom? 
Gun Deck. All right. <laughs> gun Deck is a great title. Load Gun Punch Gun Deck. <laughs> exactly. It's just Gun Deck, and then here, like, a picture it's obviously Bruce Willis, like, making a weird face from Die Hard. Mm. Gun Decker. <laughs> exactly. Uh. Man, Vice Project Doom is good and should be re released on. Is that on the uh, NES thing for the Switch? Yes, it is, actually. Oh, thank like the fuck. It's like a weird thing that they actually have that in there, which you would not expect. All right. Larry has shared with me the gun deck uh, image. Look, I know I spent a lot of time drawing the podcast cover, and I'm going to do this again and like undersell my own art, but this is the thumbnail for this week. <laughs> I I was already planning on that. Okay. I don't think that we could bring this up as much as we have and not at least share it with everybody. So yeah. a little bit obligated to anyway. Um if we that did was, another 6,000 yen, by the way, if we did another season of this podcast, which we are not intending to do the art, I would tell you right now would just be me holding the gun like this to the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> I might just draw that anyway, even though we aren't going to do it. it just seems like it'd be fun to do. Um, yeah, I, I, I like this game a whole lot. I've liked it for a very long time. Uh, back when I first saw Giant Bomb play it, back when Giant Bomb played video games. Yep, that was the first time I saw it too. Yeah, I had no idea that it even existed to that point. I thought it was that it never got released here, but I guess it must have. It did, it was just very rare. It's like Hagane style, like a really oh. late game that... Just like yeah. no copies of it came out. I do know that it was very late considering like the amount of crazy stuff it was doing that it was able to fit on that cart that it was mm-hmm. late NES. Uh I played Which another eight, actually. Yeah. I'm gonna guess nineteen ninety. I think it was probably later than that. Mm, look it up. Look it up. Japan, April 26th, 1991, November mm. 15th, 1991 in North America. I, don't know, I was a little, a little close, but yeah. I, that's earlier than I thought it was. I thought it would be like 92. Like I thought it was basically like when the Super Nintendo was coming out. My initial guess was going to be 93 and then I thought that was way too late. Yeah, that, that would be stupid. What are you doing? <laughs> Moron. I don't know. They released NES games pretty late in that system's yeah. lifespan while like the n64 was out there fucking around hey you mm. could play n64 you could play with a uh, goo gaga kong and fucking donkey kong country 3 everyone's excited for that piece of shit god donkey kong country 3 sucks Ugh, it's morally and creatively bankrupt that game all game gave vice project doom an overall rating of two and a half stars out of a possible f- five what the May 1991 issue of Nintendo Power gave the game an overall rating of 3.8 out of 5. Donald Trump was right. Journalists are the enemy of the state. <laughs> and resolution is the enemy of graphics. We learned that <laughs> on our stream. That's right. We'll do another one of those this week. This time we'll get the right PlayStation conference. Maybe. Or, we'll do, or we'll do that Konami one. I kind of want to do that Konami one. I feel like that's jumping ahead too far, isn't it? it? Yeah, it kind of well, it's weighing like, do you want to do them in order, or do you really want to break up and not have like two back-to-back weeks of PlayStation conferences? I mean, you could pick a different conference from that same year. Like you could have done the Xbox or something. Could do the Xbox. I feel that the Xbox one just wasn't as memorable or funny, though. Probably not, but that 
the 2005 one would have been like when the Xbox 360 yeah. was about to come out, and so they would probably have quite a bit to show. Like you'd have Gears 4 and. Things. I am yeah, I am curious about that one because I don't think I've ever actually seen it either. I don't remember it. I remember the first time I saw the 360 was on like a magazine cover. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the other 8-bit game I played was uh, Sonic Pocket Adventure. Larry, we only got so many episodes of this podcast left. I'm afraid I got to talk about Sonic again. <sighs> okay. It's it's fine. Just take your medicine and, and lean back and pass out for a few minutes. All right. I've got, uh, I still have some mocha frappe here, so I'll just lean <laughs> okay. back and slurp on this for you. <laughs> fucking sonic again sonic pocket adventure is a sonic game that came out for the neo geo pocket a criminally underrated handheld device second only to the psp which also had sonic games but those were all bad (laughs) i had to get you to say something uh now i like the i like the neo geo pocket uh i did not get to play this back in the day pocket's good i mean the psp was not good but it had twisted metal on it. It did have the twisted metal on it, which it is pretty Final good. It had Final Fantasy tactics with like a translation that wasn't fucked. I don't care about that. It had your favorite game, Metal Gear Acid. No, Metal and, Gear Acid Two. Ugh, eh, yuck! It had Portable Ops. <laughs> the only Metal Gear game where you could abbreviate it by calling it poops. <laughs> yep. That's um, the best thing about it, too. <laughs> yeah, that Sonic uh, Sonic Rivals. That game was terrible. Uh, Sonic Pocket Adventure is kind of weird because it's basically... Okay, you do that. It's weird because it's just like a bunch of remixed levels from Sonic 2, but they put Sonic 3 music over them, and I don't really understand why they did that. But it also is like weirdly fun. It's easily the best of like the eight bit Sonic games. Not that there was a actually there was quite a few of them, and most of them are terrible. But uh, I think Sonic Pocket Adventures are pretty neat. And that's all I'm going to say about Sonic uh, because I invited Dylan on to talk about this, and we were going to trick you into thinking we were talking about Metroid, and that we were actually just going to talk about all the old Sonic games until you killed yourself. But then, like, Dylan got picked up by the Drug Enforcement Agency, and we've never heard back from him? Yeah, okay. So, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with Dylan, wherever he is. They found Dylan dead with a gunshot wound to his head, but where's the gun? They didn't mention the gun. (laughs) Why are they hiding the gun? (laughs) Uh, so I'm going to rate these games on a scale of diehards, uh, which as we know are like, uh, there's five diehard movies, six, yes, five, seven, wait, diehard seven integrate. It was diehard, diehard two, diehard with a vengeance, good, uh, live free or diehard. And then a good day to diehard. So I just, uh, little bit of feedback for you if i can don't you dare mention die hard 2 without mentioning its subtitle die, hard. die harder i know it is the best that, subtitle out of all the die that isn't actually i think that isn't actually its title though i'm pretty sure it is i don't think so i think that's Ever, like a tagline it was on some posters but it's not actually called die harder the movie is called live die repeat <laughs> yeah 
it's on the box for the movie at this point. It is Die Hard 2 colon Die Harder. Like, if it was not originally, that is what it is called now. It, it may, I will concede, it might be a Star Wars episode for A New Hope the kind very, of thing. The where first it was like, words, that absolutely wasn't the name. The first words of the Wikipedia article. Die Hard 2, note 1, is a 1990 American action Well, anybody film. can edit a Wikipedia the film's, article, the film's you on-screen, The film's screen, on-screen title is Die Hard 2, <laughs> as also given at the initial home video release's official website. The film's advertising used Die Harder as a tagline, and many releases of the film, like the 2006 DVD release and 2007 Blu-ray release, were marketed under the title Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Okay, well, you know what? I... I have right here the novelization of Die Hard 2, and on the cover it says Die Hard 2 colon Die Harder. Also, it is exactly one page, this novel. <laughs> Pretty short novel. Yeah. Well, really more of a novella. Yeah, exactly. Um, like a short story. Look, okay. So to, to figure the scale out, we need to rate the Die Hards first of all. Die Hard 1 is the best. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay, I'll make sure we're in agreement with this. Die Hard Three is the second best, of course. Correct. Yeah, Die Hard Two is the third best, but I still think a very yeah. underrated movie. I think it's a it's a terrific film. Sure. It is also the first instance of Yippie Kaye, Mister Falcon, Falcon, that I can remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other two Die Hard. God, I guess like the fourth one's probably better than the fifth one. I haven't seen the fifth one, but I can't imagine that thing being better than four. No. It looks and, really bad. And they made for a fucking PG-13 Die Hard, which yeah. they couldn't Kevin even Smith say. Smith is in it. Yeah. And the uh, fucking I'm a Mac kid. Yeah, yeah. Justin Long. Justin Long, yeah. Well, so they did eventually fix the PG-13 like with home release where they were like, yeah, it's an unrated version. Look, okay, so I get it. They made it so he could say yippee-ki-yay motherfucker at the end of the movie. Yeah. But the villain was Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. And if you had a proper R-rated diehard <laughs> exactly. with Timmy O, you, the amount of fucks that would be coming out of that guy's mouth, every <laughs> single one of them, every frame a piece of art, every fuck a piece of art. Uh, Timmy O, we love you. Squandered potential from page one of that script all the way to like, uh, page 13 how how long are scripts uh usually it's like one page per minute of screen time is kind of the general rule i have the script for live free die hard right here it's one page <laughs> i thought i thought you got another page out so it was like two or three uh, still just one <laughs> i only got like one piece of paper near me i can't do that bit with more than one oh. um okay so i would say vice project doom clearly it's a die hard one it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's it's great. I would say that Sonic Pocket Adventure is probably a Die Hard 2. I think it is maybe the best 8-bit Sonic game, but also who cares? <laughs> <laughs> maybe the best 8-bit Sonic game. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I, I think the original 8-bit Sonic for like the Master System is alright. I'm not, I'm not sure like which of those two I like more. I like how you can't even commit to this. It's just like, it's maybe the best 8-bit yeah. Sonic game. I mean, it might be. Gotta hedge your bet. That's right. Gotta hedgehog my bet. This is over. What a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, I... dinosaurs. 
Oh, I'm sorry, you want to say some shit? All right, fine. No, let's continue to do I was, this. I was just going to say I agree with the rating of Die Hard 1 for Vice Project Doom. I have no opinion okay. on Sonic because I haven't played it because I'm not free. Rate, rate the game. I, I just did. Rate the Sonic game. Oh, okay. Uh, good day to Die Hard because it's Sonic, so it's probably terrible. Well, you are entitled to your own opinions. Yeah, I am. Goodbye, dinosaurs.